American songwriter, we had the opportunity to talk to Intel over Zoom video. This is actually the second time we've had a chance to talk to Intel. Uh, the first one was about a year ago. We talked to Intel about second generation Wu. He is uh, the son of you, God, from, from the Wu-Tang Clan. And uh, in our first interview, we talked about uh, how he got into music and all about second generation Wu and the single they had at the time. Uh, but since then, a lot has happened with Intel. He's got his project Gifted going on right now. He put out the second generation Wu record. He just released a brand new album today, his solo record called Computers for the Hood. And he had his second child. <laughs> and he edited a bunch of music videos. So this time around, Intel got a chance to kind of elaborate on some of the things we talked about last interview. So go back and listen to the second generation Wu interview. And um, he also told us about putting together Computers for the Hood, putting out the second generation Wu record, his role in the American saga, the Wu-Tang story on Hulu. He's going to be in the second season, so he tells us about that. And all the amazing things that he's done and put out and worked on over the course of the last year. And make sure to check out that new record he just put out. Literally, it came out today. So the day we recorded the interview with Intel was the day Computers for the Hood came out. And he dropped the music video for Know the Gospel today as well. So a lot a lot happening today. So we are super excited that he, he had the time to, to hang out with us again. And you can watch the interview with Intel and myself on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be awesome if you subscribe to our channel, go back and watch the second generation Wu interview from earlier or from about a year ago. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're Bringing It Backwards with Intel. What's going on, Intel? How are you, man? Hey, hey, hey. How you doing, man? Good to see you. I'm good to see you. This is, uh, we, I don't know if you remember, we spoke about a year ago. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were covering up, you know, when we were building second generation. Woo, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. You had just, uh, you had one song out with second generation Woo at the time. Just 7OD, I think, was the only song you guys had out. Yeah, that was the first one that, that um, broke the seal, got sure. everybody uh, on board and then listening. Yeah, man, I love and I love the record you guys put out with Second Generation. You've done so much in this past year, and I want to talk all about it. <laughs> yeah, let's. That's that's why we're here, man, and, I, and I'm I'm ready to. Um, yeah, I, I I we promised an album, and then you know, pandemic hit. Uh -huh. But once that once that uh, settled down, or rather the new year began, I was like, you know, we we got this record. Let me finish it up the best I can, and deliver it. As promised, you know, yes. and uh, the people loved it and uh, it's doing well still. And uh, shout out to Second Generation Wu Hereditary out now. Yeah, amazing. I, I just I, I've listened to that record for a while, but I just listened to the album you put out today. Like you just released thank a record you. today. And so thank you so yes, much for, yes. for doing this interview. You released a record today and you, you dropped the, the music video as well. Um, yes. Yes. Oh, man, gospel. Yeah. Shout out to Ari, the rugged man, you know, came <laughs> through. He showed a lot of support and love with the record and the video. He uh, also assisted with some of the editing, too, because he's a filmmaker as well. So the video oh. was super dope. Oh, dude, it's sick. I love how you did the color pop on the red like, throughout you. the whole the whole uh, video. 
I don't want to say it's my specialty, but like since I figured out how to do that in editing, I, I kind of been getting crazy with it. <laughs> I watched another video you did. You edited. Uh, um, I forgot who it was, but you did a color pop with pink. Um, oh, so yeah, I have some artists that I've been signing single deals with uh, through my label Intellectual Entertainment. Shout out to Preem. That was his video. He had because uh, oh, he yeah, pulled, yeah. he he and I, I and I'm taking inspiration from him. He pulled up to the video shoot with a hoodie with the artwork on it already. He ain't tell me. So I'm like, yo, like that's dedication. You know what I mean? Like that's sure. investment in yourself. That's fire. So, and the hoodie was bright pink. And he's like, uh, you know, like a gangster dude. So I'm like, yo, I respect it even more that you a gangster and you respect the color pink, which is a beautiful color. Uh -huh. And, you know, it's, it's a part of the, all the colors, which are beautiful. It's not really gender specific to me. Mm -hmm. And um, and back, you know, back back in the Cameron days, real men wear pink. So I'm editing and I'm like, yo, every, the city is like gray and monotone and grayscale and like gritty. Mm -hmm. But this hoodie is beautiful. I got to make the hoodie pop. <laughs> yeah, it's sick, dude. I, I love that. Um, yeah, that that feature you've been using in your videos. Thank it's you. Cool. Very cool. Thank you. And not only have you done two records and two records, a uh, signing artist, a video, you had a, another kid in the, in the past year as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. On that. Shout out to my, my daughter, Layla Lyric Hawkins. She was born, uh, you know, a lot of children that were born in 2020, unfortunately, society may call them pandemic babies or COVID babies. Uh -huh. I don't like I don't like that, you know, because <laughs> uh, they're not. They're, they're right. children that, that happen to be born during a really interesting time in human history. Mm -hmm. And um but they're still beautiful. And, you know, because we have had children during that time, the time can't really be the worst time for us. You know what I mean? Like I hear a lot of people like, yo, 2020 was the worst year of my life. Not only was it one of the most like uh, progressive years for me in terms of music, um, my, my business actually made a profit for the first time since 2017. Wow. And, right. Yeah. Thank that's you. Crazy. I was doing my taxes like what and then <laughs> my daughter was born so it's like uh it, 2020 couldn't have been the worst year of my life you know it was a struggle year but it wasn't the worst year of my life and and those of us that are still here uh rip to those of us that aren't but those of us that are still here we have to live on for those that aren't and um, and keep doing what we're doing and get back to making uh great art great music or, or doing whatever it is that you do I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much again for, for coming back and doing this. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, for those of you who haven't seen the first interview with Intel, you should check it out. Um, it's amazing. He goes through his, you went through your whole life story with us, which is great. Um, I don't know if you mind recapping just a little bit here. Um, absolutely. Raised in Staten Island, you, you told me earlier uh, or about a year ago that you were born on the north side, but you moved kind of central, right, on, on Staten Island. You said it's kind of broken up in the north and south. Yeah, so Staten Island is, um, I mean, I hate to use the word segregated, mm -hmm. but it's its kind of always been segregated for like uh, a huge part of its history. It's still like that. The north, it's like you got mid-island, north shore, south shore. I live in the mid-island. It's kind of mm -hmm. uh, diverse. You got people from the south, you got people in the north, because it's where the mall is. So, and everyone goes to the mall. So it's a hub. Oh, interesting. So that's what kind of makes right? it the cent centralized. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Because if you have a problem with people from the North or you have a problem with people from the South, but you're at the mall, you're not going to start trouble because right. everybody, everybody's at the mall. That's like a, <laughs> you know, it's like a place of peace. It's like the studio, the, like Riz's studio. 
because everybody might have had, you know, problems with so-and-so. But when you come to RZA's studio, it was all about the music. You leave your guns at the door, like mm -hmm. leave all that drama at the door. It's about art. So, you know, I'm not saying the mall is like that, but like that part right. of Staten Island is, is, is like cohesion. But um, I was born in the North Shore and um, lived there for about a few years of my life. But in, uh, in March of 1994, I was, uh, you know, I got caught in a crossfire shooting and luckily mm -hmm. it became a survivor of gun violence. Yeah. Um, and then right around the time my father was building, um, for those of you that don't know, uh, I am the son of Ugod from the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> Because, you know, I got to, you know, you got to remind people that just tune in like, who is this kid? Um, my, my father was building Wu-Tang around that time with the other guys. So when the money hit, I mean, as soon as the money hit, he got me out of that environment. And then we moved in nicer places in the Mid-Island. Mm -hmm. And that's where I pretty much, I went to junior high school um, and, and had a lot of my foundation there. But then went to high school in the North Shore with the North Shore kids that were like, yo, you ain't grow up with us. We ain't see you in junior high school. Who are you? Mm -hmm. So that was that was interesting. And then got older and did music with the South Shore kids that accepted me because I, you know, for whatever reason, they accepted me. Maybe mm -hmm. they were Wu-Tang fans. Maybe they actually <laughs> like me. Um, so I've been pretty much able to, to, to flourish throughout. But unfortunately, it's still segregated. But I hope to unify the island, um, maybe not politically, mm -hmm. but at least artistically. Because it's like, that. okay, you, you can vote for Trump and I can vote for Biden. But if you make beats that are fire and I got rhymes that are fire, that's all I really need to know. You know what I mean? Sure. You vote for whoever you want to vote for. I'll vote for whoever <laughs> I want to vote for. But, but we need to get in the studio. You know uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, I did. Say, well, you told me last time that you went to the same high school as your mom. Yes, yes. So when she went, we, uh, we both went to Newdorp High School. When she went, it was like, heyday of like race riots and like, you know, all the, the minority kids up on one floor fighting all the Italian kids on another floor and stuff like that. And she really didn't want me to go there because of her experiences there. When I went, it wasn't, you know, obviously it wasn't that crazy. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a majority of, you know, black and minority kids there. So if things did get crazy, I would have been probably safe. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't, you know, my generation is, you know, I don't, I don't want to say soft, but we're not as violent. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, because we grew up with the internet, we'll, we'll express those of us that have hatred in our hearts, which we should let go. They'll express that shit through the keyboard. You know what I'm saying? Right. They, won't, they won't go to school with a rock and a sock and be like, yo, what's good? <laughs> but 10, 15 years prior to the internet, it was rocks and socks and, 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 and garbage can lids and bottles. Sure. It's like, yo, we're going to meet up after school. And I'm just like, yo, that's crazy. But sidebar, hate is not inherently born it is taught it is mm -hmm. anyone listening it is taught so the person that you feel hates you for whatever they hate you for your skin color your job your gender they were taught that and they can still be healed i i, I truly believe that mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. of course there's points in no return you know what i mean if you end up in jail for doing a hate crime hey you now you gotta you gotta heal with god <laughs> yeah, you gotta you heal gotta, with god brother <laughs> right, right. You, gotta heal with god, you gotta live with you that know? one <laughs> but if you you know i've seen nazis get their tattoos removed and then go on a journey of of uh of trying to make amends to those they hurt mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i've mm -hmm. seen uh kkk members remove the hood and, and go on a journey to try to make amends. So I feel like, it, you know, there's still hope. There's still mm -hmm. hope. Well, That's... at least today. Today I feel like that because I'm having a good day because my <laughs> album is out, Computers for the Hood. Yes. Some days I, I wake up and I'm like, oh, humanity sucks. But today, ooh, <laughs> it's a good humanity. day. It's a Shout good day. Humanity, man. A, vi yeah. a video and your amazing new record. Um, very cool. I wanted to also want to 
ask you, because I didn't ask you this last time. I was re-listening to the interview, so I didn't ask you the same questions over and over and over again. Uh, but you did say that your dad didn't really want you to do music. Like, he didn't give you the the approval until you were 29 years old. And I want to know, what was that moment? Like, wh when did he go, okay, I support what you're doing now? Like, was there a moment that that happened? Um, so... I would say he's just to let people know, he's always been supportive of my endeavors in filmmaking. Mm -hmm. Well, he's still to this day. He's like, yo, you, you know, you can still go back to school and be a lawyer. Right. Like he's still <laughs> to, this, to this day. He's like, he gets, he's like, yo, you know, don't forget you always have options, Sure. but he became supportive of the music. I think once he saw that I, you know, that everything, all the, the, progress that came with building second generation Wu, mm -hmm. even though you know most people aren't particularly fans of the name and he wasn't a fan of the name he still saw the work it took mm -hmm. you know what i mean and and you know come to being completely honest and for all intents and purposes just so everyone is aware i did 90 percent of the work in building second generation Wu because i started before anyone else even had the idea to do it now i'm may, i'm not saying i'm the only one but i was the first one to have the idea and then begin to actually try and make it come to fruition for 13 years. Then when I linked up with the other ones and everything came to fruition, it happened. And he saw that he's like, yo, I know my boy is doing most of the work because he knows he how much work he's put in in his areas. Mm -hmm. So he sees that. Then he, when I, my name starts popping up in your circles without you doing anything, you know what I mean? So he had an interview. That's how you got, that's how, that's, that's how that generation gets the respect from what i've seen so he was doing an interview and promoting his stuff and the people that are interviewing him are asking him about me oh and at that point you got to make a real cold hard decision in your heart do i stick to that oh i ain't gonna give my son no kind of support promotion in his music shit at all uh -huh. pub publicly or let me finally just let let the world know that my boy is nice and I support my boy and he do music and who he is. And, you know, he was engaging in that. Still mentioning, yo, he's a filmmaker too. Hit him up for videos though, because he more wants me to be in that realm than hip hop. Okay. Uh, you know, because all the battles he's been through and stuff like that, he don't want me to go through that. But it's like, yo, it goes hand in hand. Like, yes, I'm a filmmaker and I do that as well. But I'm also really, really good at bending words mm -hmm. over beats. So I'm gonna keep doing that too. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask if he must have been pretty supportive of the film thing because you went to you went to film yeah. school. So yeah, always from day one. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, I want to make movies." He was like, "Word, that's dope." Okay, okay. Let's, I support that. And then I was like, "Yo, I want to rap." He was like, "No, <laughs> no, no." Until <laughs> until recently, and then I've been, you know, I guess also the type of music I was making, like I was doing a lot of rapidy rap, mm. as you would, you know, as some would say, where I'm like, I'm just I'm bending words and I'm bending words good. Mm. And it sounds good, but it's not really leaving you with anything. You know, and right. I did a lot of that in my earlier years and career. Now I'm at the point where I'm going through more as a father and as a human, as a businessman, where the what I'm saying is way more relatable. I'm talking about real shit. I'm actually talking about stuff, content, mm -hmm. real relatable content. And he's hearing that and he's like, okay, I think he actually understands after 20 some years. So now I can, you know, give him a little bit and be like, oh, hey, I see what you're doing. I, okay. I, I, and I support that. I love that. I have an, and one more question on this, um, on our past episode, just because 
I re-listened to it. Like I said, um, I told you that I had your, your dad's book um, that he put out. And I said I had a signed copy of it because I got it early. He, like he did it. He's like, okay, I'm going to release this many signed copies. And you're like, I don't even have a signed copy of right? the book. Do you have the signed copy yet? Or is he still not going to sign it for you? You know what happens is, so I, I could have gotten him to sign it at Christmas, this, uh-huh. past, Christ, this past Christmas, this past Thanksgiving. But I forgot because I'd just be like, oh, shit, you here? Like, oh, okay, let's <laughs> let's just enjoy this. You know what I mean? Right, he's right. So, he's really he's so busy all the time. He's got a lot sure. going on. And um, uh, I just forgot. But uh, the next time I see him, I'll, yeah, I'll, say, hopefully I'll bring it up. There's no <laughs> rush, though. I'll get him to sign it. No, I know. I know. I just thought it was funny because you're like, yeah, he, he, would, he didn't give me the sign one. He's like, probably thought I was going to throw it up on Amazon or no, eBay or something. Because he's because like when with with us being like, you know, people forget like the whole family element. Would you ask your brother for his autograph or something? Right, probably, right. probably not, unless you were a genuine fan. But people have, you know, hard time understanding that. And I am a genuine fan, especially of him as an author. I'm, I'm more a fan of him as an author than mm-hmm. I am of him as a songwriter. That's, okay. you know, I love, I love his music, but like, just to have my father, just to be able to say my father is an author, like, that makes fills me with such pride and joy. It's, mm-hmm. it's astounding, and especially since I as many things as I can do and I can do with ease, writing a book is not one of them. I would, that would take me a great deal of time, effort and energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I highly respect that. Yeah. 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 I just thought that was hilarious. You're like, I don't even have a signed copy. How do you have a signed copy? I don't even have a signed copy. <laughs> I'm going to get it though. I'm going to get it though. Yeah. Next time we talk, you, you, I want to make sure you get that signed copy. Okay. See, now that I have that and I got to meet this deadline, I got you. (laughs) Right on. Well, okay. So yeah, you had a seven OD was the, was the second generation Wu song at the time. Last time we spoke, Mm -hmm. like we said, we've got, you've got a new record out today. Um, Yes. Yes. You were doing, were you, are you still doing gifted? You were doing gifted Um, with, with power, right? Yeah. So gifted is me power and meth's youngest. Um, oh, we, we, we put, you added yes, a member. Yeah. Um, and cause he's been doing more music with us, mm-hmm. still trying to find his place. Um, so I said, okay, well, you know, you get down with gifted cause you know, he's second generation Wu as well, but he, he, he likes what we're doing with gifted. So he's like, yo, yeah. I want to be gifted. And, um, so that's, we're working on that cause power's doing a lot of the production, but he's working on his solo album. You know, so we want to make sure it's like everything has to have the right timing. But sure. gifted is still still a thing, and there will be a project released. It was going to be called Class of 2021, um, but I don't know if it'll still come out in, in 2021. 2021. So if not, then it might be Class of 2022. Because okay. I'm going, I'm playing. We're playing on the whole um, X Men thing. You know, Xavier's School oh, for yeah. gift, Gifted Youngsters. Oh. So if you graduate from Xavier's school of gifted youngsters, then whatever year you graduated, you, that would be your class year. Sure. So we gra- so you know we graduated from the mutant school in 2022, then we'd be class of 2022 gifted. I love that. Cool, cool, Thank cool. You. Okay, yeah. So I wasn't sure because we I was going like uh you you're talking about okay, you guys were really busy second generation woo as far as like the other members you know uh you had people you know, ODB's son was touring with Wu-Tang and everyone was kind of all over the place. You didn't really have a time to, to sit down and put the record together. So you're telling me that you're going to do maybe some gifted songs or in your solo record. When, what were you working on? So 7OG comes out. Were you working like pursuing gifted for a minute and then decided to 
you know, put this new record together? Or like, what was the timeline there? So seven OD came out and I was like, okay, we got to give them more music. Mm-hmm. So I just started prepping singles that I felt was appropriate. Then we got the Tommy boy distribution. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So then I was like, okay, same thing, but bigger scale. And I kept feeding them singles as the, uh, lead engineer and studio manager um a label liaison for dock street records and um did that and you know making the records and then delivering the records to tommy boy for during the you know 2020 and then when the end of the year came and you know i was like yo you guys want the album and they declined and said that they wanted to focus more on internal stuff I had to respect that. I said, well, I appreciate everything we'd be doing up mm-hmm. until this point. It's cool. And then um, Doc Street was like, all right, so let's just put the album out independently. I said, cool, let's do it. And I, um, you know, put it together as cohesively as I could. And then we dropped it in January. Okay. My contract at that point uh, with Doc Street had been fulfilled. And both of us decided not to renew further. So I then began to seek distribution uh for my you know build up my own label and and become more uh, independent um gifted was something that i was building simultaneous to second generation woo Mm -hmm. um in case there was any legal ramifications that came as a result of using second generation woo which Uh i i was i was 99 sure there wouldn't be Mm -hmm. but if that one percent ever came knocking on the door (laughs) it's like okay well now we can just continue to the people already know us we can continue to make music as gifted Um, But I don't want to abandon it because it's such a cool thing and we own it. Uh, So it's definitely going to thrive and and people will get to hear a gifted album either the end of the year or the beginning of next year. Okay, awesome. Awesome. So you were able to actually finish finish the second generation Wu record quicker than you anticipated because, well, obviously the touring stopped. Well, everyone wasn't kind of it took a back burner because i was we after 7od we were going to release two more singles and then we were going to release the album so the album was finished at the time pretty much oh okay and then what ended up happening was a lot of the singles you heard throughout the year were from Mm -hmm. the album so uh because we decided yo the world is crazy right now like should we really release an album we can't tour behind it so tommy was like no everybody was like that's probably not a good idea so we just dropped um but i was like yo i I, I need time to make new music um and everyone's all scattered so i just started plucking singles from the album but then when it came time to release the album i'm like yo they've heard a bulk of it so i had to then reorganize the album to what it is now okay being hereditary because also the, some of the stuff wasn't working sonically and flow wise mm-hmm. and i was like yo this album needs to sound like this and even though the things we put out are like this and like this you know we're trying to capture different audiences but like the album needs to sound like this mm-hmm. um and and i was able to put that together and once that was out or simultaneously while finishing that is when dlp shout out to dlp respect the producer uh-huh. Who, uh, produced uh, the the new record? The hood. Yes. Yeah. Simultaneously, he hit me up, and me and him were going to work on a single, which was uh, track nine, Django Hardware. That was the first oh, song that me and him to... did. And your wife's featuring, on that record. Yes, featuring Prima Seven Seven Seven. Um, he approached me about doing a single because actually, it's not the first record we did. The first record me and DLP did was We Here Now, 
featuring, which is the second generation Wu record distributed by Tommy Boy. Uh-huh. That's produced. That's produced by DLP. That was supposed to be on the uh, the second Hereditary, but uh. I ended up I, I we ended up giving it as a single. That song was also supposed to be Seven OD. That was supposed to be the first song where all second generation Wu members were on it. We were like we we it was me, Ghost Sun Supreme, Young Dirty, and Power. And we, uh-huh. were in this, we were in Dragon's Lair, shout out to Dragon's Lair Studio in BK, and with DLP, and all four of us were going to record that song. Um, we dropped verses on that song and put it out, and that would have been the birth of Second Generation Wu a year prior to 7 OD in 20 20- oh. That was 20. Now I Know. Is that the song you're talking about? Sorry. Uh, no, it's, it's We Here Now. It's, oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's one of the older, sec- it's under the second generation Wu brand. Got it. Okay. And, um, uh, but how uh, Young Dirty Bastard couldn't show up that day. So it was just three of us. And then Supreme did, decided not to rhyme on the song. So it was just me and Power that ended up being on the song. So I was like, well, at that time, that wasn't a second generation Wu song. But then right. once I create, created the brand, I'm like, anything with any of us on it is second generation Wu. So became a second generation Wu single fast God. forward um the, finishing up the album dlp's like yo let's do another one went to the studio we did django and then we did a video for it too and then uh, i was gonna release it he was like yo look, why don't we do an ep and i was like like musically fatigued at the time mm-hmm. um but you know he, he had shown me a lot of love and he's a good dude so i was like sure send me some beats and then the beats he was sending me was kind of had me like yo like this is this is crazy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and it kind of got me more inspired to write more. Then what really sparked the like birth of computers for the hood? He was like, "Yo, I'm cool with Dell, the funky Homo sapien." Oh. I, I was I was just chopping it up with him, and I brought you up, and he said he's like, "Yeah, he, I know Intel, I know about, or I don't know him, but I know about Intel." Yeah. And I was like, "What? Like that's." <laughs> Like I grew up on Dell. Like I grew up listening right. to Deltron Thirty Thirty on the CD player. Oh, hieroglyphics. Re- you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. So, so when he said that, I was like, just the fact that he's aware of my existence is yeah. enough. That's enough. Sure. And then DLP goes and says, "Yo, like I was thinking maybe I, I asked him like, yo, to get on a record with you. What do you think? Like I'm like, you never need my approval to see if Dell the Funky Homo Sapien wants to get right. on with me. Anytime that ever happens, you just you just try and make it happen. Just and, schedule um, me to come in. Right, wherever, wherever you need me to fly, Airbnb, right. I'll be there. And and um, he brought it up to Dell, and Dell was like, yeah, sure, of course. So we we sent him the record. He he he, he like he was rocking with the beat and the hook concept that I came up with because I didn't write my verse yet. And um, then he sent back his vocals, and I cried. I literally cried because oh, wow. like this is it's like a full circle moment. Like he kind of taught me how to rhyme in a way, you mm-hmm. know. When I when I heard Deltron Thirty Thirty, it was given to me by a, a, a hip hop mentor in junior high school. So that's from like the he was like a hip hop god to me because I wasn't I didn't like find hip hop. It was kind of like given to me, mm-hmm. and he he gave me the CD and my aunt bought me a CD player and I put those and I was listening mm-hmm. to this and then I. And I'd be like, this is after hearing like, you know, rap and hip hop on the radio, you establish, okay, that's hip hop. And then you hear this and you go like, what is this? And I'm like, yo, you can do this. You can rap about space and viruses and robots and aliens and you can make yourself this. Like he just opened a whole new world for me as an, as a, as a lyricist. Mm -hmm. So all these years later, being able to rhyme along next to him was like so surreal. So I took out the, the, the marble notebook and the pencil and I made sure I wrote my verse on paper mm-hmm. and I wanted it to be a homage verse. So if those that listen and if you are true fans of Dell, you'll be able to hear how 
perfectly and carefully I crafted this verse um, to show that I am a student. I love that. I love, were you a hieroglyphics fan as well? Not as much. Uh, okay. Around that time, um, I was just absorbing what was given to me. I didn't right. learn. I didn't learn how to search yet. Okay. And I didn't. I didn't start learning how to be explorative with my hip hop until LimeWire came out. Oh, and, sure. And, and around that time, though, uh, it wasn't really a lot of the underground stuff on there. It was pretty much just like the super big, you know, like 50 yeah, cent commercial radio it. stuff. Yeah. And then that that got me. And then when I got older is when I went back and started to get into the the, the, the underground and really appreciate the lyricists. Because I was like, why isn't these why are these guys on the radio? Right. Like I was trying to understand like the concept of radio and and everything and the business of it now. And, and but, you know, I'm at a point, luckily, where the business has. I understand it, but I'm not afraid of it anymore. And I'm not, it doesn't fatigue me and I'm creatively reinvigorated and I'm ready to, I'm ready for more. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I was just curious because Oakland blackouts, the, the beat and like the, for that song is one of my favorite beats aside from bells of war on uh, forever. Those are like my two favorite beats like ever. <laughs> um, well, tell me about computers for the hood. So when did the concept for the record begin? Was it around that time or, you know, you get a chance to work with Dell, mm-hmm. you have the, you have the Django. Was it those two songs that really you built around for, for this new record or. Pretty much. Okay. Um, I, I wasn't really listening to Django as much. because it was for me it was a different it was in a different universe so i was like all right i'll just tuck django there and then i was like but i got this i got hurrah Mm -hmm. so like okay let me build something around hurrah and um which the idea for that song came to me from watching children's videos of my kids man like there's this really you've probably seen it it's there's this ants video the ants go marching one by oh, one. Sure. Hurrah. <laughs> oh, hurrah. okay. The ants go marching one by one. Hurrah. So I, I sent, I, I literally did that and I sent that voice note to DOP. And uh, he was like, uh, what do you want me to do with this? You know what I mean? And then he sent the beat back, which sounds nothing like that, but mm-hmm. it still allowed me to build the hook around it. Cause I was just thinking like, you know, hurrah is something that isn't really said anymore. And it is a cry of, of out, uh, outrage or can be, or cry of celebration, depending on um, how you look at it. Um, so I was like, yo, let me apply that to the record. But I wanted to build around that. And it, it the, the beats that I was getting wouldn't really allow me to, string a whole concept from song to song so i just started to focus on each record individually i was like okay this record is telling me to make make it into this i'll make it into this this record is telling me to make it into this i'll make it into that then when i had like 15 records is when i was like okay this makes sense over here this makes sense with this okay let me add that if i say this and that'll connect to this and then a lot of stuff came together like in the fourth quarter man like i'm talking about like the album is done and mixed and mastered already and i'm watching dave Chappelle, and i hear him go uh fuck staten island and anybody that lives on it except for wu-tang and i'm like oh i gotta sample that (laughs) i gotta sample that (laughs) and i sample that real quick and then i send a version of dlp dlp's like yo bro like you're supposed to upload the album a week ago bro like you still sampling shit what's going on bro (laughs) um and there was just uh something else Oh, the, the spoken word with uh, Prima on Django. So then, yeah, uh-huh. after after putting everything together, then I go and listen to Django and I'm like, man, this doesn't really fit, but I'm going to make it fit. And 
then she came and added the spoken word and I'm like, yo, this makes it fit even more. Oh. And, and it just kind of became that cohesive track listing that we have. I was able to whittle it down. And then when I listened to it, I was like, uh, the title came when I was like arranging the tracks once I recorded most of it. Mm-hmm. Cause we were like, what should we call this? And um, actually, no, hold on back up. The title came from the intro. I, when I created the intro song after two or three songs had been made, then the intro song was made because I'm listening to this beat and I'm like, yo, what am I supposed to do with this? Boom, 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 boom. Sounds like New Orleans band. I'm like, yo, this is so out there. And I was playing in the, in the, in the um, studio for some people and we were, you know, doing our thing, smoking and chilling. And I just start freestyling. I'm like, computers for the hood. I said, computers for the hood. And I said, yo, I want y'all, when I say that, I want y'all to say it like louder, like y'all, and I'm back. It was like, all right. So I was like, computers for the hood, computers for the hood. I said, computers for the hood, computers for the hood. So I'm like, yo, this is kind of be like a, like a little chant, a little anthem type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like a little interlude. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, 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 cool. Cause I was like, I can't really do too much with the bump, 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 But then it grew on me, and I'm like, nah, this is the this that's the album title. That's what I'm gonna call this because that's how I feel inside. That's and that's what I would do if I was a super billionaire. And then um, I found the sample for the uh, intro, the out outro part of the intro okay and then that made it come all together to to really send home you know what i'm about (laughs) in terms of information technology Uh knowledge and computers and utilizing those tools for creativity i love okay okay so the concept was really that you i was wondering where computers in the hood came up but you just said it if you had the money to, you would provide computers to everybody. I love that. Because you don't, you know, you've heard that, you, I'm, I'm sure you've heard, as, every, as, as we've all heard in movies and, and stuff, a mind is a terrible thing to waste, mm-hmm. right? But that's just an observation. The action behind that is computers for the hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. That's great. That's great. Um, I didn't realize either that you added uh, Primus Verse after the fact. So, so did Django was done a done deal, and then you said, you know, yeah, let's get her in the Django, studio. And Django was done. That's her on the hook to going mango. Uh huh. Django. The song was done for a year, and then I come home from the studio, and she's like, "Yo, I, you want to hear something? If you know, if you got time, I don't." And I was like, "Sure." And it wasn't rap. It was because she's during the pandemic. She's picked up uh, poetry again, so oh, she started. Cool. She's been writing poems and spoken word, and she's thinking about doing a. Uh, spoken word album which i think would be really dope because that would be really dope sound design it in a different way than just instrumentation which Mm -hmm. is something i've never done which is a challenge which i excites me and i know it's going to be dope because when i'm in that space of being challenged is when i excel Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah she she and then she spit the poem and i was like oh my god like that's beautiful i was like i do you i was like i i kind of want that for my album i was like you know, I know I've been asked because she's on a lot of music of mine that, yeah, yeah. you know, that's not that's out and that it's not out. You know, OK, because she's on a second generation record, too. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. Shout, shout out to Golden Meat Hooks. She's on that with Inspector Deck, uh, Sith um, and myself. Oh. And um, yeah, she's on quite a bit of music. So on the on the back end, it's like, you know, people don't know that, but it's like I don't want her to feel like you know, like fatigue, you know what I mean? Like I'm always asking for verses. I'm always asking for stuff. Cause she don't, you know, she doesn't just 
shit out of verse. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she cra- perfectly carefully crafts her verses. She still writes on paper too. Um, so I was like, uh, I don't want to, you know, I want you on this album, but I don't want to say like, Oh, you know, would you write a verse real quick? You know, mm-hmm. I said, can I, can I get that just as that is? And she said, oh, sure. She spit that. And then I sound did a little sound design behind it and to help bridge it to the next record. And uh, it came out beautifully. That's yeah, it is amazing. And your wife is so sweet. I had a chance to interview her as well. So make yep, sure to yep. tell her hello for she's me. Got a, she's got a record out, Poetry and Rhythm, available mm-hmm. on all platforms featuring myself. And um, she's got more music coming out this summer, too. So definitely make sure you check out Prima777 on all platforms and Instagram. I love it. And hopefully she'll come back and we'll talk to her as well. Any, <laughs> or the both of you together. <laughs> hey, man, that's the, well, you know, maybe we could do the intellectual entertainment label head interview. Oh, we'll get, let me know. I'll get the suit. You know, oh, we'll yeah. I want to see you in a suit. So yeah, this is yeah. going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, um, I want to talk to you more about this record. I love the song that you have with Method Man. Now I know. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you. Cool that you were able to get him, obviously. Um, tell me about that. So this record was kind of crafted in a way where the vocals are not from this time. The vocals are from me and Meth's very first collaboration. That's a song we did called The Sequel. Okay. Was that ever released? It it was, but, you know, I'm... I, I would say who was Intel then and I'll say who was Intel now. I'm still climbing, <laughs> right. you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. Who was Intel? So um, I probably should change my Instagram. No, no, no. Anyway, because uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I used to wonder why people, why they change, they have like who in front of their, like who is Conway? Shout out to Conway. But okay. it's like, it, now I get it. I just unlocked it for myself. Um, <laughs> you figured it you, out. Because it's like, yo, I'm famous, but like in my mind, I have to keep that mentality of like, nah, who am I? I still need to climb. Right. <sighs> You never arrived. Oh, that was fire. <laughs> exactly. And if you keep that mentality, then you'll be a billionaire before you realize it. But if you if you walk around thinking like, nah, I'm here already. Nah, uh-huh. fam. It's always who is until. So, um, boom, I, I lost my train of thought. Was I about oh, to I was talking about it? you. Uh, now I know. Right. The um, vocals are from 2016 from a record that me and Mev did called The Sequel. Um, I, I am re-releasing... I'm uh, collaborating with all my internal producers and I've, I sent them the acapella and each one of them did their own remix to it. And I'm releasing that later in the month as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's an, I'll send you that as soon as that's out. I would love but that. For, for this one, I sent it to DLP cause he was going to do a remix for that project. Mm-hmm. And when he, but when he sent back now, I know just the reference with this, with no singing, I was like, this beat slaps and the way that you made, like, cause our vocals are kind of like gritty New York rap, but over this like boom bap melodic kind of sh- like more upbeat type of production. I said, this, this slaps. Then he sent me back another reference with the singing on it. Shout out to Lomel. I said, nah, this is a, this is a, this is a banger. And then when he sent back the mix, I said, yo, I think this will fit perfectly on the album right here. What do you think? He said, hell yeah, let's do it. So that's how it ended up on um, Computers for the Hood. Okay. Um, but that beats Fresh 2021, cooked by DLP, mixed by and mastered by multiple blast off at Dragon's Lair. Shout out to Dragon's Lair and multiple. Um, and I'm like, yo, the rest of the album that I crafted is kind of like your bars. I'm just straight going in. Like it's, we don't really give you no space to breathe. But the way that this record sounds, 
we're doing the same thing, but the way the hook comes in and the intros and the outro and the instrumentation, like it gives you some time to really like summertime, enjoy yourself, like a good <laughs> record upbeat. So I was like, I want to put this on this album and not the other one. Okay. Um, so that's how, that's how that came together. Um, Cause I also with Mef too, it's like, I could get a verse from him anytime right. that I would like if he has the time, but he's doing a lot right now. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. He's with the movies, the, the, the acting, his own entertainment uh, production, filmmaking arm branch of thing that he's creating right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm, I'm just in a space where um, let me utilize everything that I have to the fullest, you know, mm -hmm. let me utilize the create new resources and, and let the resources that have helped me get where I'm at, you know, let them replenish themselves and, and, and see what I could do on my own. Is he uh, working on the second season of An American Saga? Yes. He is. Okay. I did. Just, actually, I didn't. Okay. Well, I know you were on it the first season. Mm -hmm. um, you were in a couple of the episodes. I just saw mm -hmm. that they were doing a second season like a few days ago. And I'm like, oh, I got to ask him about this. Uh, I don't know what you can tell me about it. Are you on the second season? I am. Okay. <laughs> and I'm super, super excited because like, I really wanted that. I, I manifested it every day that I left season one. Um, I'm playing the same role. I'm reprising my role from season one. Okay. Uh, I, season one, I'm in episode three and episode eight. I play a Jamaican rapper who is the one, like a antagonistic type of energy for the, for the Wu-Tang Clan. That's mm -hmm. pretty much all I can say about season two and my involvement is just, I'm in it and it's, Great, and this season is gonna be better than season one. You're gonna love it. And, awesome. um, yeah. Are you still in the wardrobe department? No, no. They fired me. Season one. They fired. <laughs> oh, they me. did. Yeah, and I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I'm gonna. I'm in a state of uh, honesty and authenticity today because it's a good day. Because computers for the hood is out. Um, <laughs> they fired me for insubordination and poor time management. Is uh -huh. what is what they say, What's and I, I'll take a, I'll take accountability for the poor time management because uh you know had a newborn baby at home and mm -hmm. had to and take another and your son right, and right? yeah no no this was when my son was born oh this was the, oh yeah because this was first yeah. season and got it yeah he was the newborn at the time also they fired me after I got my role in the show so maybe there might have been a little bit of jealousy there maybe uh -huh. there might have been a little bit of jealousy there but that's neither here nor there. They thought I didn't do my job to the best of my ability. They let me go. It's all gravy because I'm on season two, not as a wardrobe PA, but as uh -huh. a co-star. Uh, oh, awesome. So the role expands. I love yeah. this. Right. No, I mean, I think I might have co-star supporting. I got lines. I got lines. Uh, Check me out on season two of American Saga. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. And then, like we said earlier, the video for Know the Gospel came out today as well. Uh, do you have more videos coming? Let me just touch on that real quick. Okay. The, because, like, it's, like, literally, like, live in the moment as it's happening, the stress of life. <laughs> and I want to make sure that you get it first because um, you're here with me as it's happening, right? <laughs> so, with the the video it's out now right i just finished editing it like a few hours ago oh you know? really bro it's it's <laughs> that it's it's not that old it is okay. not it hasn't been sitting on youtube for like a month we've been checking it out like getting it ready it is a few hours out of the womb 
And shout out to me and RA just coordinating. He's in Germany. And we've just been coordinating over the last 48 hours to making sure that it just everything was right because we were having some technical issues with just a lot of technical issues. And uh, and he's a good dude. And, and he stayed up late. And we both stayed up late. And then we got it done because the you know, PR marketing people are like, hey, where's that link? Hey, right. hey, we need the link because, you know, people, you know, you said it was out. We need the link. So people it's out. Where's the link? So uh, I sent them the link literally like a few minutes. Like I looked at, I sent them the link. Then my alarm goes off. Hey, we had an interview of one. I'm like, oh, I didn't even, did I sleep? I, I, oh, okay. Let's, <laughs> let's throw the hoodie on and let's, like, you know what I mean? Like, so shout out to R.A. the Rugged Man. Know the, and shout out to DLP and shout out to everyone that's going to watch and share know the gospel the official video is out right now you can you can just get it on youtube or you can go on my website intelmixmusic.com i'm going to start promoting and blasting it off after i wake right up in a few this. hours but um <laughs> yeah i hope you guys love that some of my best work um and shout out to, again shout out to ra for editing some of uh some of it as well with me and uh yeah you guys are gonna love it I will say um, I did see on DLP's Instagram a few days ago. It's like video out Wednesday. We was plugging in. I'm like, okay, cool. And then earlier I was like looking for the video. I'm like, did I screw this up? Like, I don't see the video. And then it, like I found it and it was like, it had been out for 17 minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, I watched it a couple of times and I'm like, oh, I wonder if Intel's going to be able to, if he's like, just probably has so many things going on. I don't know if he's going to be here today, <laughs> but I appreciate I, you being here. <laughs> and I, I appreciate you watching it every, every time. Uh, because like I said, it was, uh, it was a run and gun situation because when you upload something to YouTube, also, I did. I, I'm a. I'm. A, I do stuff. You know, like Batman, Bruce Wayne. I prepare. You know, I'm not a last minute type of person, right? Right. So I had the video uploaded last night, but when I woke up this morning, I was also supposed to wake up at six. Didn't do that. <laughs> so when I woke up late, and I'm like emails from everyone, like, "Yo, where's the video?" I go to check just to watch it one final run through to make sure it's okay. It's stuck on, uh, like 360p. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the, the definition is very low. low and I'm right. like, I'm like, yo, it's been processing all night. What the fuck? Like, what yeah. is this? So I give it some more time, refresh my computer. It's still stuck. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> this, this, this is a technical issue. I have to re-upload the video. And it takes time when you, when you upload it to for the process, the standard definition, the high definition and the 4k definition. It takes right. about a half hour. It's about a half hour. So I'm like, okay, and I re-uploaded it while waiting for the other one to process. And what, what the, I figured out what the issue was. The, the previous version I uploaded, I uploaded it from my external hard drive. Oh, that's so it's a, that's do, a no, yeah. no. It's going in, yeah. The I chain. didn't know that. I just learned that this morning. <laughs> I just learned 29 years of tech. I just learned that. I used to work for Apple. I used to, I just learned that this morning. I'm like, yo, this because I uploaded stuff from my hard drive directly to YouTube before. Never had that issue. But for whatever reason, God is like, hey, let's see if you're really paying attention today. Yeah, right. right. So I uh, I put the file on my computer, uploaded it from my computer. It was golden, but now it has to, I'm like waiting for the 4K version to hit before I send the link out. Because, bro, if I would have if I would have just uploaded the last night and then sent the link and been like, oh, I can go to sleep, it's fine, it'll take care of itself. Uh -huh. Right now, you would have watched a uh, you would watch Know the Gospel and it would have looked terrible. The quality would look terrible, and I would have woke up and I would have cried my eyes out. I probably would have had to reschedule the interview. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I'm glad it worked waited. out. Then. Yeah. I waited. I waited. Patience is key. Let every you know. I'm letting everyone know patience is key. I waited. And I wanted it to be right. 
for you guys. We put a lot of time, energy, and effort into this music video, and we wanted to, we wanted it to be just right because it's gonna live on YouTube forever mm-hmm. until YouTube becomes Skynet, becomes robots, become you know what I'm saying. But we'll get sure. <laughs> well, the video's dope. The record is incredible. Um, Thank you, obviously, man. Thank and you. the second generation Woo record is incredible. Everything you've been doing is. Um, and I really appreciate you, especially on such a busy day, taking time and, and chatting with me this again. Is, this is this has been fun as always. It's it's uh it's a pleasure. You guys uh you guys have supported us and you know hopefully you keep supporting us as, as we climb up this ladder, man. Dude, bring it back. Of we course, keep bringing it back. Keep bringing it back. And keep coming back. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> like I if said, I, I need to see you in a suit with uh. As the as the CEO of your company, <laughs> absolutely Jay Z status. Yes. I aspire, I aspire to get the Jay Z status. But whether I get the Jay Z status, Drake status, Michael Jackson status, or I stay where I'm at right now, I, I bringing it back. Podcast will always have access to us wherever we are, whatever we're doing. Dude, I love it. I love it. And so you got much. that on record. Yes, I'm gonna hold this to you. If you, I'm gonna hold send you the clip. <laughs> Yo, don't let don't let my ego ever inflate. If I get to the if I get to the point where I'm unreachable, which I doubt I'll ever get to that. I mean, I, I I'll be a billionaire, but I still want to be reachable. Yo, okay, so, I was gonna say you'll get there. If you, for whatever reason you can't reach me, just send that clip to my manager. My manager's gonna be like, "Yo, look at this." I'm be like, "Oh shit!" Like, all right, yeah, let's do that. I gotta talk ASAP. to Adam again. Sorry. And then, and then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna. And then I'm gonna be like, why? Why am I so unreachable? Let's address that. Let me get back to being reachable. <laughs> I love it. And I and I saw um, on your YouTube that you did a show recently, like, like last month or so. Yes. Yeah, so um, while while just uh, once while you know situating things with computers for the hood, because there was a couple of points where I'm just like sitting waiting for verses and like stuff is mixed and like you just gotta wait. It's a waiting game. Um, I don't do well waiting. You know what I'm saying? Idle hands. So uh, I also started building and linking with a, another um, you know, en- uh, engineer and producer on the island. Shout out to Agent Blur. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually one of the voices, the voice of reason on track 11. Oh, really? I'll have to go back and yeah. listen to it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he's like, what if we give you know, the computers to one of the kids who's trying to make their mixtapes? That's, that's his voice because we recorded that in his studio just with my iPhone. But um, he he embraced me after my situation with Doc Street. Um, you know, we, we decided not to renew. So I was like, yo, I need a new home base. And he welcomed me with open arms at his studio. So that's where I currently operate out of. Operate out of uh, shout out to Agent Blur, back of the bus studios. But I'm also in process of building my own studio, the Zen Den. Um, just looking for investors now. Cool. And um, yeah, and then I'll get that up and running. Very cool. Very cool. Intel again, man. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, yes, make sure you. to say hello to your lovely wife and I we'll want to have her back on as well. Um, and one more question for you, even though you've already answered this before, I want to see, maybe I'll get a different answer from you this time around. If you have any advice for aspiring artists. Oh man. Any advice for aspiring artists? I have been asked this, but I love the question. Cause like you said, you, you know, you may get a new response. Any advice? I think what I said before was know your worth um but what i'll say now is put your money where your mouth is don't be afraid to invest in yourself because a lot of people out here getting money from working or the government or wherever you're getting it from and if you get money and all your bills is taken care of but you claim you a rapper and you don't have no visuals out you don't got no album out solve that you know what i'm saying and then also 
it's not just about making music and putting it out. Put money behind the art that you created. So you gotta, you need money to create it and you need money to put it in people's faces to the point where they like, all right, all right, I'll consume it, it's great. And um, that's what I would say to, to any aspiring artist, uh, know your worth and do not hesitate to invest in yourself.